Hello again. Welcome to Snarky with Mike Feeney. I'm your host, Tom Brady. How do you feel out there? Good? Do you feel as good as Thomas Winston Brady does? I feel like that's his middle name, right? Fucking Winston or something? I don't know. He uh, He's retired now, you guys, and I get it. He's probably the greatest quarterback of all time. He's definitely the greatest child kisser of all time. I mean, that is on record. Um, but you know what? Here's the thing. I want to thank him for all those years of service and delivering me two of the greatest football games I've ever watched, which was the 2007 and 2011. You will know about it. If you're, if you're a Patriots fan, you know about it. If you're a Giants fan, you know about it. Just that little 10 and 6 team, 10 and 6 team beating that 18 and 0 team. So, you know, it is what it is. And we're here and we're having a good time. There's a lot of football news going on for some reason. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, but first, let's let's welcome everybody to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. Um, today we are drinking. So it's an it's a margarita. It's the classic Mike's margarita that how we make it, you know, agave, lime juice, Grand Marnier, uh, tequila. And uh, a little, uh, did I say agave nectar? A little agave nectar in there. But you know what I felt today? It's raining outside. I felt a little sluggish. I didn't feel the passion. You know, I needed the passion today. So we added passion fruit juice. So we got passion fruit juice in here to give it a little passion. And I think, honestly... It's it's perked me right up. Uh, Nicole, what, how, how are you? What do you think of the drink? And do you feel the passion? It's really great. I was really lacking some passion today, so I'm kind of glad we have this going on. This is it. This is it. So we're here. We're, we're talking about football news. Tom Brady is retired. He's now going on to uh, focus on his pyramid scheme, TB12, multi-level marketing fucking scam of whatever the hell that thing is. Uh, eat like me. I'm a psych, you know, whatever he is, him and his handful of almonds, Um, but also the Washington football team changed their name. Uh, They they were the Redskins, which people were like, no. So then they'll go Washington football team for a couple years, and people were like, that sucks too. So now they came out with their new one, and they're called the Commanders, which to me is fun. And it's a fun opportunity because you go, the Commanders, if you think about it in like a... in like a military setting, they're, they're, what would they be? They would be the one giving orders out, you know, to the soldiers or, or to the pioneers maybe, or to the people and say things like, go commit genocide across America and take the Native Americans' land. So I like that instead of going Redskins, which was very, very offensive, we went with commanders who instead were not the people anymore. Now we're the people who, you know, commanded that all of the Native Americans be like raped and murdered. So. You know, listen, we, we are identifying who we are and we're moving forward and good luck to them. They still suck because, you know, New York Giants all day, baby, um, even though the Giants are a, a objectively worse team over the last 10 years. So we're not here to talk about any of that. I have so much um, nonsense to talk about of things that have happened to me. Nicole has an entire segment planned that I'm very excited for for the back half. I got some questions and brand topics from you guys that you submitted, which is all great. So um let's let's start talking about some stuff here's uh something oh and i also want to go through that that j-lo movie nicole and i don't know how we're gonna do this i'm realizing technically speaking like how we're gonna play it and me be able to watch and comment on it not just like 
from a copyright perspective, from like a producing perspective. But that's something we can figure out as the show goes and you could just have in the back of your head. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to know the title of the movie so I can get a head start. Uh, just, I think it's I think it's called Marry Me or something. It's just, it's J-Lo oh. and Owen Wilson and yes. that's all you need. Um, but we'll, I gotta do a full breakdown of it because it is, I, I just, I'm gonna save it. It's got, we got a lot of stuff planned for you guys this week. So I wanna tell you a couple quick things that happened to me. Um, first off, I'm on the subway, heading into the city, and there is a a performer, a street performer that comes in the subway car, and listen, I've talked about this so many times, I love a good, like, dance troupe in the subway car, I've talked about this before, I don't think that the person with flipping the hat should be the headliner, I think that's the least impressive Everyone's doing backflips on a moving subway car going left and right that's packed. This guy comes and throws his hat in the air and catches it on his head and goes, huh, huh, not, doesn't do it for me, but whatever. So this performance was one guy and he was only the hat performer. Uh, And it was, it was just a sad, sad sight. So he comes on, he starts blasting his music and it's hard to get people hyped up when it's just you. When he's like, hey, hey, because you need like three or four people clapping, going along with you. No one was clapping along with this guy. So he starts trying to do his like, I'm going to walk up and then I'm going to walk back dance. You know, when they do that, they're like, I'm going to walk in. Now I'm going to walk back. I'm going to walk in. And then and he starts flipping the hat immediately doesn't land on his head at all. Like it like the brim hits the top of his head. It falls on the ground. He tries to like play it off like that was part of the move and then like scoops it back up and puts it on. And he does it like two or three more times. It was the least impressive thing anyone's ever seen. Nobody clapped. Nobody applauded. No one gave him any money. No one even made eye contact. We were embarrassed for him, okay? So he, um, the train's pulling into the station. He realizes this was a failed attempt. And does he internalize that? Maybe think like, I'm going to make some changes on my end. I'm going to scrap the hat dance routine and maybe focus on my break dancing. No. This is what he says. He goes, Man, I don't even care what y'all think. I'm just warming my body up. And then picked up his hat and his boombox and got off the train. And I mean, okay, that's that's one way. That's one way to, to lie to yourself. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that from now on. When I bomb on stage, as I'm getting off, I'm going to go, Psh, man, who cares what y'all think? I'm just warming my body up. And then I just walk off stage. That's what I am one million percent gonna do the next time I bomb. I'm just gonna say I'm warm. I'm warming my throat. I'm more warming my larynx up. So I don't care what y'all think. And then I'll flip the hat onto my head as I leave. I mean, unbelievable. But I gotta say, the self-preservation for him to be like, they liked it. They did. I, I, people will like it. He just these people don't appreciate it enough, and that's why they don't like it. So you should just tell them that they don't like it. Um, Nicole, have you seen the hat performing guy? I have. I actually had someone on my train this morning who was freestyling into a corner of the train. Oh, nightmare. Yeah, but he was rhyming like the end of every line where he was using like the word right. So it was just rhyming right with right with right. Yeah. But typically when someone does that, there's like a line in the middle that somehow rhymes, but it just wasn't at all. And the whole thing was like about the government. So it was very scary. Yeah, I've, I, I, it's so weird you say that because I said this to Brendan and Mike yesterday is that my least impressive thing when rappers are, are rappers that rhyme the same word 
together because there's like, there's no skill in that. There's no difficulty in that. If they're like, here I am, I'm gonna sit down to write. And whether it's wrong, I know I'm gonna be right. And they like, they emphasize that second right, like, here it fucking comes, but it is this coming. And you're like, first of all, it's from a mile away. Secondly, why wouldn't you be like, and then I turned on a light so that I could write because I'm white. You know, like there's so many other things. Like it's it's crazy to rhyme right with right with right, you know? And it's, um, yeah, so that's so stupid. So stupid. Um, and I'm gl- I hope you didn't give him any money. No, of course not. He, he was facing the corner, so mm-hmm. he was like the opposite oh, so end deranged. for me. But so yeah. a deranged <laughs> lunatic. Just He was just going right, right, right. You know, he, so that was a different, you had a different experience that I had. Um, also, let's point that fan at me because I'm about 250 degrees and we're just starting. So I'm going to be a little puddle boy by the end of this. Um, let's go on to the next thing, which is um, this is so much worse to me than what happened uh, with the subway dancer. That at least was kind of fun. Um, I, I go to Macy's because I'm going to get my watch um, size that Brendan Sagalow bought me for Christmas. Uh, He bought me a watch, and so I needed to get it sized. It was meant for a grizzly bear large uh, wrist, and so it was way too big for me. So I bring it to the woman, and uh, I show her the, you know, I get Saglo to give me the receipt. I give her the thing. She starts sizing it on me, and she goes, okay, yeah, this isn't a problem. We can definitely do this for you. Let me just put this. Wow, you have such tiny wrists. And I went, I'll let that one go. You know, everybody gets one. I'll let that slide, that that insult you just said to me. So she goes, she pounds out some of the links. She comes back, she tries on. She goes, how does this feel? I go, yeah, this looks good, right? Like, it doesn't go down too far. She's like, yeah, yeah. It's just like you have, like, such tiny, small wrists that it's hard because if you take out too much, it's going to, like, leave an imprint on your thing. And I go, stop saying I have tiny wrists. I didn't know... That was a thing that would make me feel emasculated, but it's now doing that, so stop that. I don't know I don't know how you get bigger wrists, but I don't feel like I feel like if you can if you could do this with your wrist, right? And you can put this thumb over the top of it, then you got a tiny wrist. But look at this, mine's but just come into the I mean, there's a little room here, but I don't have a fat wrist by any means. But uh Nicole, what do you think of these wrists? Do you think they're tiny enough to comment on over and over again no you got pretty nice wrists i've always said that that's see nicole gets me i feel like i but just the way that was just a thing that i didn't know i was sensitive about until she pointed it out so many times i think she was like bye baby wrists as i left or something like it was so rude and i just i've never heard um something so specific be said to me and i didn't think it would be hurtful but here we are so Never going back to that Macy's, I'll tell you that. Um, And then I get into a Lyft, and this is a new thing I've noticed Lyft drivers doing. And I I gotta, I guess, tell it to you guys the right way, because I I, I feel like it might get lost in translation. Tell me if this has happened to you, Nicole. Recently, the last five Lyfts I've been in, what I'm getting out of the car, they make it a point to tell me not to forget anything but they don't say it in a friendly way. Like, it's an aggressive, like, as I'm getting out, I go, like, have a good one, man. Like, hey, 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 don't forget anything. Like, it's like a very aggressive, I'm not fucking driving back to if you left, if you left your goddamn phone in here, right? So just check the seats, figure all your shit out. You got your keys, you got your wallet, you got your phone. All right, now get the fuck out of my camp. Like, that's the feeling that I'm getting every time. And it feels like a parent 
talking down to me. Like the, you got everything? You good? You sure? You got your lunch money? You didn't forget anything, right? Right? Because you tend to forget because of stupid and all, you know? And it, it very much has been upsetting me. I tried to explain this to Erica. She was like, no, I think it's like super considerate. I love when they do that. So, uh, Nicole, what do you think of this? Yeah, that's happened to me too. I've never left anything in my Uber, but it is Neither like my worst fear. A lot of my girlfriends get drunk and leave their phones in Ubers and then I have to guide them as they hunt them down. Oh, I am like, I I don't, I keep the door open and then I look in the thing once I get out. I do a get out of the cab spot check. I don't do a spot check in the cab because it's not until you're out of the cab that you realize, wait, well, my pocket's a little bit lighter, you know, whatever it is. But for some reason, I don't know why that bothers me. But someone saying, hey, 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 don't forget anything, made me really pissed off. Like, I, I gave him less stars than I would have had he not said that to me, implying that he assumed that I was forgetful enough to do that. I understand if I'm shit-faced and I'm, like, swooning in the back of a goddamn cab. He'd be like, hey, 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 man, get home safe. Like, please make sure you have everything. Like, that, totally understand that. But the way it's been happening to me recently I don't know. I don't care for it. I don't like it. And I won't stand for it, frankly. Anyway, you know what? Fuck that person. The, la the, the Lyft drivers who treat you like a kid, fuck that person. I ain't your goddamn kid, all right? I'm an adult. And guess what? If I leave my phone, you're going to come back. Because guess what? Your job. So it is what it is, and I won't forget it. And if I do forget it, guess what? It's going to be way more of a nightmare for me than it is for you. All you have to do is drive back to my apartment. I have to panic, go on my laptop, do the find my iPhone, try and call it six times from three other people's phones, which you won't pick up because you're blasting speakerphone with the other 37 Lyft drivers you have on a conference call of driving quietly, talking to one another. I, uh, I, I'm going to have to reach out to Lyft and Uber and figure out how to get in touch with customer support. They're not going to answer. I'm going to be on hold for a while. They're going to go, do you remember the license plate and what the guy's name was? I'll go, yes, I do. It was all in my phone, which I don't have because it's in the backseat of that Uber. It's going to be a full panic. And then, then all this stuff. And then I'm going to feel bad. And then when you bring it back, I'm probably going to give you money because I feel bad about it, you know? So I don't want that to happen either. So yes, I will not forget anything. Sometimes I feel like I really make a something out of nothing, you know? But it is what it is. Um, man, um, here's something I'd like to ask. And I don't have an answer to this. But this is just a theory I'm kicking around. <coughs> Why do we assume that people that are in great shape have their life together? You ever see, like, you notice, like, I find myself following people on Instagram, you know, you follow models, you follow, like, you know, uh, any actor with crazy six-pack, they're shredded up and everything like that, and you're like, there's something, I think it's because we see their dedication to the gym and to their body and to their nutrition that you go, damn, this person must really have their life together because they have, they are very in control and they are very, um... What's the word I'm looking for? They're just very dedicated, I guess, whatever, is to their craft. But I know personally, like, four people who are some of the best in shape people that I know whose life is in shambles. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a, they, this is like all they have. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, without the gym, they're dead. Like, that's it. So, like, they need this gym. And I also think there's a level of, like, if you're in excellent shape, 
like excellent, excellent shape, you have body dysmorphia. I don't think there is a person who's in great shape who doesn't have body dysmorphia, who doesn't take one day off. Because body dysmorphia, you take one day off of the gym and you'll be like, fuck, what is all this fat all over my butt? And then you find yourself in the gym doing 400 push-ups and a bunch of squats. I think you need a mental disorder in order to be in like excellent shape. And yes, that could be a, a thing I'm telling myself so that I, as a justification for my own lack of excellent, you know, body six pack ripped. But I also think this part plays too. It works for me as a, as an excuse, but also I got some here, right? Nicole, do I got some here? Yeah, I think everyone I've ever met who's obsessed with the gym or has like a Fitzbo account or something like that is batshit crazy. A what account? Like a Fitzbo account, like a fitness Insta. Fitzbo sounds like an old clown. Yeah, like fitness inspiration or something like that. No? But they said it was Fitzbo. Fitzpo with a P. Oh. So Fitzposting? What is it? What is inspiration? Instead of like inspo. Fitzbo. Got it. Got it. Anyways. So, you know, that's um, my thoughts on that. Did you find the movie trailer too? What is, is it called Marry Me? Yes, it is. I actually saw like a trailer for this on the subway wall this morning. Excellent. So how do you think we can make this work? Um, should I pull it up on my phone and watch it? I think that's probably best, and then I'll just sync it up and post. Can you text me the the link? Yes. So here's what I want everybody to do. I think we can play it in post, um, but if for some reason you're watching this and it's not on there, then just in a side browser, do yourself a favor. I think audio-wise it'll be fine. Um, but post, uh, go, go open up a second tab and watch this trailer for Marry Me. I'm sure I'm going to have to watch a fucking ad first, of course. Could never not have to watch an ad. Oh, wait, no, there's no ad. Great. This is just, I'm sorry. It's so bad. I thought this was like an ad for, for something. So this is how this starts. Let's get into this. So this is a new movie with Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. And it's called Marry Me. And that's all we know so far. But I've been going to the movies recently, so I've been seeing this trailer over and over again. And I can't, for the life of me, figure out who this movie's for. Like, I don't know who... Is I, I don't know. I don't let's just let's just try and watch it, okay? So here we go. Watching this thing. And let's go. Should I should I put the audio towards the mic or will that ruin it for you? It'll probably ruin it. Okay, so I'll keep it over here. All right. Let's do it again when you top. Okay, so immediately J Lo is I'm I'm four seconds in. Uh J Lo is she's obviously like a her. She's playing herself. She's playing a pop singer. She's yelling at her dance troupe to try it again. She's in great shape. She's got a short haircut, but she's still sexy. And her single, she keeps singing, marry me, marry me. So we know that's obviously a theme here. The marry me concert tour. The marry me concert tour. So now they show her walking out. Was well, something else that I hate that they're doing now in some movies. They're showing like this like iPhone cam they cut to. Like when they want to do like a paparazzi shot, they like cut to like somebody with an iPhone and they have like the recording like digits on there. Like it's like like someone just walked onto the movie set and caught this happening. It's very annoying. So now she's superstar Kat Valdez and Grammy winning Bastion will perform their. So she has. So her name is Kat, and then Bastion is like her Drake 
like boyfriend who's also a singer celebrity and they they have a song out called marry me and exchange vows in front of a stream and they're going to exchange vows in front of an audience and now they're kissing each other i mean he just looks so much like drake and skinny dj khaled it's unbelievable oh and now we're going to cut to show the other life so now we see what's going on we see the the beautiful like uh spanish ethically ambiguous couple now we're cutting to um, Owen Wilson, white guy, uh, shitty teacher, and looks like a basic school, sitting behind a desk, grading papers. Sarah Silverman is in this, and she is, um, you know, kind of like the free spirit, you know, like, you just can't take life too seriously. Everything's waves. You gotta let it come and go, that kind of a thing. And he's obviously a little bit of a tight ass and maybe needs to, like, loosen up a little bit. So let's see. I've got my daughter tonight. So now Sarah Silverman's talking him into going to the movie. I mean, I mean, to this Jennifer Lopez show because she's got extra tickets. He said he's got his daughter tonight. So what do you know right away? Divorced. Not ha what happened to his wife? Is his wife dead? Is it a divorce? Something bad happened. He's got his kids, so that's not good. So he can't go. Good. I've got three tickets for tonight. Sarah Silverman just happens to have three tickets. Just so happens to have three tickets. You know, the, the amount of tickets that nobody buys. You either have two or you have four. No one has three. So she has three tickets. So enough for just her, him, and her daughter and his daughter. Dad, you haven't had any fun since mom left. Oh, now the daughter comes out and says, Mom, you haven't had any fun since dad left. I mean, I mean, since mom left, fuck. Since mom left. So clearly now he's a sad sack. We got a sad sack white guy, Owen Wilson teacher, Sarah Silverman being like, you see, you, your daughter tells it, you just gotta get out there, you know? So now, so now they're convincing him. They're all standing on a line. Okay. Um, Sarah Silverman's holding a marry me sign. Now Jennifer Lopez is backstage at Radio City Music Hall. Everybody's running around. There's people frantic. People are worried. And we see her new like Drake boyfriend is caught cheating. And it's all over TMZ. Caught cheating. And she's now devastated. But... She's already being raised up from underneath to go right on stage. <gasps> so she is, she is, she can't, what is she going to do? How could she have time to process this emotion? She was supposed to get married tonight on stage and now Bastion is caught cheating. So scandalous, what are we going to do, you know? So she rises up. She's in a full, like embarrassingly over gaudy uh, wedding dress. Everybody is staring at her. She's trying to cry. Now, here's the best part of this trailer for me. And again, I hope you guys are all watching along. And even audio-wise, I feel like this has got to really, this has really got to sync up quite well. Uh, Sarah Silverman is holding a Marry Me sign because, I don't know, she loves that song. So she's holding a Marry Me sign. And then she hands it to Owen Wilson and goes, hold this one sec, I got to tie my shoe. And then she goes and ties her shoes. He's holding me the uh, marry me sign. Everyone's staring at her. They have their cell phones out. If you want something different, you have to do something different. So now comes one of the worst written lines in the history of cinema. She says, because she's heartbroken and everyone's filming her because they're like, oh, this bitch has got cheated on. Everyone is watching her and she goes, if you want, they say if you want something different, 
you gotta do something different. So it is just the subway freestyle rapper rhyming right <laughs> with right. If you want to do something different, you have to do something different. Oh, that's how that works. <laughs> ah. So now she looks out into the crowd and sees Owen Wilson, who just happens to be holding the marry me sign. And why not? Why not? Yes. Yes. I'll marry, I'll marry you. You. And now she points to Owen Wilson. He is like angry, scared, where he's like, ah! like he doesn't know what's going on. Everyone's like, him? Why him? They all shove him to the front of the stage. Now there's a bunch of Instagram live things. Some guy. And they're getting married live on stage. There's people proposing. Okay. He's saying, okay. They kiss. An entire arena goes crazy. Now they're in. And it cuts to them in a Lyft or an Uber, a limo. They're in the back. She's just upset, wearing a wedding dress. He's dressed, by the way, like just teacher casual, like just a button up, a little jacket, and some dungarees. Like he, he doesn't even call them jeans, he calls them dungarees. And so now everybody is, everyone's taking all these pictures. There's paparazzi, and they're like, you have to get rid of this guy. We're going to pay him off. And then she says, Or I could stay married to him. Or I could stay married to him. And everyone's going, no, 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 no. You can't stay married to this guy because you don't know this guy. Because he's a liability. Because you're a famous person. And then she's like, well, you know what? As she, by the way, she's doing Pilates in next to no clothes. Uh, and she's like, by the way, she's like, who knows? Maybe it's love. Like She's just, what a stupid, dumb thing this is. So now she shows up. Sarah Silverman's there again for some reason, just throwing herself into meeting this woman. They go to hug, then they have an awkward handshake, and then a high five, and then they hug again. I don't even know her. He's saying he doesn't know her. So whether we like it or not, we're in this together. And now Jennifer Lopez says, whether you like it or not, we're in this together. I mean, this poor guy has just had his wife left him. He's trying to be a teacher. Sarah Silverman fucks up his Wednesday night by making him go out to this concert. She makes him hold the sign. He's holding a goddamn marry me sign. Now he's gets married. So he's on every front page of every newspaper in America. And he is very upset. And now he's just committed to this woman's terrible life. We have to embrace so, the spontaneity of the moment. I don't want to be the punch. We have to, another terrible line. We have to embrace the spontaneity of the moment. That's what J-Lo has said. Talk about a woman losing her mind and needing to justify it in colloquialism. Just insanity. This is also the longest trailer in history. I guess. This is the entire movie. Oh, guess what? It comes out on Valentine's Day, you guys. Just stand and smile. They're telling her to smile. She's on the red carpet. All of a sudden, joyful music starts. Now he's wearing a tuxedo and a cummerbund. Maybe he, you know, maybe this is. Sarah Silverman chimes in with the worst line in history, which is... This is the most unbelievable thing that could ever happen. <laughs> Sarah Silverman comes in and says, this is the most unbelievable thing that could ever happen, as if it's just destiny and fate. Now we cut to Owen Wilson 
running down the block in a full sprint towards the school with no less than 25 paparazzi people chasing him. But guess what? Cool-ass Sarah Silverman wearing a beanie and a flannel <laughs> shirt comes from around the corner and sprays them with a fire extinguisher because she's fun and she's silly and she doesn't take life too seriously because the spontaneity of the moment if you can't laugh at yourself. So she's doing that. <laughs> now that's them bowling and now she's being, now J-Lo is going into the normies world. She's bowling with them. People are filming. People don't know what to do. He's like, I bowl here every week. It's at fucking lickety splits or whatever. And now... Now she is in the classroom with his students and she's teaching them how to fucking pop and lock and dance. Joyful music continues. The false, I mean formal. Are you asking me to the school? He's inviting her to the school dance. Well, I could leave a note in your locker. She said yes. Okay. They, they, they're there. Now she performs at the school dance. Call me if you're lonely. So she goes, he Hello? goes, call me if you're lonely. And then that cuts to him not on the phone and then he picks it up and she's alone on tour going, I'm lonely. And then so now there's more music. Which is, by the way, this is all just a, a trick for J-Lo to put out more music. This is what singers do. They, they make movies where they're the singer in it, right? And they're not themselves they're playing another singer. That way they can release an entire soundtrack of tracks. And then that way, if the songs suck, they go, well, no, I'm not, it's not J-Lo putting out the music. I'm just doing like, what this woman would do. So if it's not good, then don't judge it. But if you like it, pretty fucking cool, right? You know. So so now, um, now they're showing. Rachel fall back in love with Bastion. And this is the worst part of it to me. This is the heartbreaking part. They show a video of J Lo and Bastion, the guy who cheated on her. Now they're back on stage together and they're singing seductively and close. And his daughter, his bitch of a daughter, who's like nine by the way, says. Are you afraid that he's, she's going to fall back in love with Bastion? And then it cuts to him just like thinking. And then she just goes, be afraid of that too. yeah, I'd be afraid of that too. It's like, hey, man, I only did this because I thought you'd like it. I'm a teacher at a public school. I just want to teach geometry. All right. I don't need this fucking this bullshit. You know, why am I getting all falling in love with this woman? We don't need to pretend. I don't fit. Now he's uh, now he's giving her the excuse. We don't need to pretend. I don't fit. And now it's just cutting to more of her on stage. Him looking absolutely normal. Um, now they're on. <laughs> I wish. I hope this syncs up, Nicole. I know this is gonna be a nightmare in post, but there's a scene. <laughs> There's a scene, it shows them on a Ferris wheel laughing, and then it's her in a studio singing in front of like a 30-piece orchestra, and she's just like, she's literally, if you can hear the... (laughs) And now they're kissing, and they're making out, and I guess the point of this is that it's just called Marry Me, and then it's the reveal. Who do you think you are, man? Oh, and now Bastion's confronting her. Confronting Owen Wilson. Wow, unbelievable. So the the point of this movie is that love is stupid and dumb and can be blindly picked at any moment. And if you just try hard enough and you believe and embrace the spontaneity of the moment, you'll fall in love and it'll work out. Even if one is a multi-millionaire pop singer and the other one is a white high school teacher who's friends with the zany Sarah Silverman. I mean, this is 
objectively the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. And I haven't seen it, but I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to go. I want to go to see this movie because I got to, like, I, I can't imagine with the millions of scripts that are submitted to studios per year of the, of the probably hundreds that are good and the tens that are excellent, life-changing, instant classic movies that could be made, they pushed all of those aside and were like, here's what we gotta do. We wrote, a nine-year-old wrote this and we're gonna fucking put all of our money into this movie. I mean, I might actually see it. I might actually see it just to be like, how you gonna how you gonna sell us this bag of goods, you know? And my question is, what what group of people is this for? What age group? What demographic? Like, I'm thinking it's gotta be for like 13-year-olds females who wanna be singers, but just got their hearts broken by a boy who was mean to them, although probably very attractive. And meanwhile, they have the normal looking guy who provides listening and friendship along the way who could blossom into a full love. Nicole, what do you think about all of this? Probably the funniest part to me is like, it's such like a trope in these kinds of movies are like their kid, their one kid who just says the most outrageous stuff to outrageous. their parents. Like, did you ever say anything like that to your parents at all? Like commenting on their relationship? I mean, my parents got divorced and I was never like, oh, you should go out on a date because you look lonely as hell ever since mom left. Like, that's like crazy. Like who, also what child is that involved in their kid's life? And I'll be honest, also speaking as a person of, of divorce, I don't know one kid who comes from a divorced household who was like, I want my mom to get remarried. I want my dad to be remarried. Like nobody, the goal is to try and get them back together. Like the parent trap, now we're talking. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what you want. You don't want them splitting up even for, because once they marry somebody else, then it's like definitive. Like as you're a kid, you hear divorce, separation, you're like, okay, it's a big fight, but I'm sure it'll work itself out in the end. Like the movies tell us, you know, but now- that is like, I've never seen anybody actively trying to get their parents hooked up with other parents. I mean, with other celebrities, I guess. I mean, the whole movie, I mean, there's not one part of this. This isn't the most laughable, unbelievable, not even any basis in reality. So the fact that, by the way, here's how this whole movie gets unwrapped in two seconds. If you're on a stage that is in front of an arena of people, and you have lights in your face, like like stadium lighting on your face. You can't see a guy a hundred yards in the crowd. Okay, you're not going to be able to see anybody but the front row. He wasn't even in the front. He was like deep into the fucking thing, and he had to come like running up to the stage. The whole thing's crazy. I mean, if 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 this sounds good to any of you, fucking unsubscribe. I guess you know. But if it sounds dumb to you, then you're smart, and that's why you probably left a five star review. So thank you very much for doing that. And please continue to do that. Tell some friends about the show. Uh, I didn't mean to spend 26 minutes on that. I didn't know Nicole was sending me a the, the sneak peek feature-length edition of the trailer. Uh, but it is, I mean, go watch it. It is so, that scene where she's like, I'm on the way to you. And she's got like her, like she's like singing it because you know it comes from a place of love. Is It's the silliest. Um, but you guys can follow me. At I am Mike Feeney on social media, mikefeeneycomedy.com for road dates. I'm gonna be at Uncle Vinny's 
in uh, in a couple weeks. I'm also going to be in uh, in Tampa doing the Celtic cruise, I believe, in March. A bunch of other stuff coming on. Uh, yeah, what is it? It wasn't Emouse. It was Emmaus, I think. It was Emmaus Theater. Uh, Mike Cannon, Brendan Sagalow, and myself will be doing a live stand-up show slash little here's a scenario in the end of March. So uh, go to, again, my website. Got tickets for that. Listen to Here's a Scenario. Here's a scenario.com for all that stuff. If you if you love the show or if you love this show, sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash scenario pod. You get a bonus episode of Snarky every single week that's based off of just your uh, your suggestions and rant topics. It's a fun time. And what else? Oh, twitch.tv slash NY Freshmaker. And don't forget to, if you want to send me topics for this, which a lot of you did, and uh, we'll see if we can get to them depending upon how long um, you know the next segment takes. But we uh, send them to my Instagram or email us, snarkypodcast at gmail.com. Nicole, where do people find you? My Instagram is Nicole C. Lyons. That is all. Hell yes. Hell yes to the dress. Um, Nicole, shall we go see that movie? I mean, can't you, but like, I feel like I would be hysterically laughing from the moment it started until it ended. I mean, the part of Sarah Silverman spraying them with the fire extinguisher and all the camera guys be like, blah, 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 blah. Like all of a sudden they're like, I don't know what to do. You've neutralized me. Instead of being like, hey, you owe me $11,000 for the camera equipment you just destroyed. You psycho. Who are you, by the way? This is assault. Like it's like, it is, it's crazy. I'm never going to be over this movie. Marry me. The comments are like overwhelmingly positive also. It's pretty wild. Here's the only people that are going to see, I just figured out, the only people going to see that movie are hardcore J-Lo fans. That's it. Just like J-Lo apologists. They're the only people going, there's, there isn't a person who's ever seen a film in their life who thinks this is a good movie. I, I can't, I can't and won't believe it. I don't know. I just don't know. Anyway. If you're in the live chat, what's up? Thanks for hanging. <laughs> um, all right. Let me make sure. I want to make sure we have enough time. Maybe I'll get to the... Um, I just want to say this, by the way. This is also, speaking of like hilariously laughable things they keep showing us. Uh, guess what, guys? The Olympics are back. Uh, it's starting, I think, tomorrow. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, who's playing? Like, I don't even know what, what teams are there. Like, half of America isn't going to this. No one cares. The world is exploding right now. The world is on fire. There's nuclear war being threatened. We are all dying of, a, of, a, of an epidemic. How dare you ask me to watch bobsleds? Like, get the fuck out of here. Take your speed skating and get lost, all right? Come back in four years when we care, all right? I don't want to see it. Even if they're like, but listen, this could be Sean White's last thing. I don't care anymore. Just have, just pre-record it and let us know. I don't even think there's allowed to have fans there because the outbreak is so bad over there. It's a real, are you a big Olympics gal, Nicole? I don't really know much about it. I just watch like gymnastics highlights because it trips me out. Well, I mean, how could you not watch Simone Biles and company? Yeah. What's more impressive, their physical accomplishments or knowing that they've like overcome like rampant sexual abuse and they're still being like, I picture them when they're running, be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then they hit it and they go, fuck you, Larry Nasser. And then they just hold it, you know? Yeah, it's pretty wild. It definitely makes it like 10 times more impressive for sure. You definitely root for him, you know? Um, so great. So Okay. So now Nicole planned a segment here 
based off an Instagram story, which I'm very excited about. So Nicole's grocery store is, I guess, in like Legoland or something where it's for children and they have a bunch of bastard cereals that shouldn't be. And which is perfect because I've already finished my drink. So um, Nicole has a bunch of different cereals that she brought from her store. We're going to blind taste test some of them. And we're going to see, I guess you want to, what do you want to know? You want to know if I can guess what they are and if they're good? Yeah, I, I feel like you should taste it, say whether or not it's good, guess what it is. Oh, and the important thing is all these cereals are based on products that already exist in real life. So the first one I'll give you is the Wendy's Frosty one, which I Instagram storied. So it's not a blind taste test. Yeah. But Let's yeah. try that one. Let's try that one first. So this is Wendy's Frosty. You know, the ice cream treat is apparently a goddamn cereal now. So we're going to see. And I'm a big Frosty guy, so I'm going to be very pissed if it doesn't taste like a Frosty. I'm also going to be pissed if it tastes like a Frosty because it's breakfast. So what's going on here? You can come in, Nicole. Yeah. Look at this. Look how we've set this up so beautifully, by the way. I mean, this is I love that you're giving me this looks like Cocoa Puffs is what this looks like. Look, we got a little little milk here. We're going to try this together. Well, actually, just me, I guess. But um, let's see. I'm going to give it a sec for the milk to get all, because that's the other part of this. I want to judge the consistency. So right off the top, Cocoa Puffs look, although there's this other little white, looks like rabbit food that's in here, which there's only one of them. So surely hoping that's not mouse shit. Um, this was in Nicole's apartment. So this could be fucking Stripes handiwork here. Um, I... I'm giving the, the milk a second to see if the milk tastes like Frosty. Now I'm going to go in. Let's see what this tastes like. Here we go. Oh, but here's the thing. That's Cocoa Puffs. So that's just exactly 100% Cocoa Puffs. And that's all this is. There's no, there's no discernible difference between this and Cocoa Puffs. This is just chocolate flavored Puffs. And I'm going to try that. Should I try that one little... I'm not going to try the discolored one because I feel like that's not good. This just... <laughs> I think it's supposed to be a marshmallow. A marshmallow? There's no marshmallows in Frosties. I'm going to eat it. If I get poisoned, you guys, this was it. It's a marshmallow. I can't believe they put marshmallows in a Frosty goddamn thing. This is terrible. It's awful. That tastes like just like Cocoa Puffs. And there's marshmallows. It's Cocoa Puff with marshmallows. Tastes nothing like a Frosty. I'm going to give it the milk test. Maybe that'll save it. Honestly, it might be the best part of it. Because it's more like subtle, but still get out of here with that. That's terrible. That is, that is just Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs and marshmallows. It tastes nothing like a Frosty. Did you have any of these, Nicole, to try? No, I haven't tried it. But this is the one that freaked out the, the guy waiting by the cash register that like examined it, the store manager. The Frosty one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, awful. Hate that. What's next? This is crazy. By the way, Nicole has, how many of these do you have? Four? Yeah. Four. Okay. Now this, I got to tell you. I hate off the bat. I mean, they look like little donuts. Let me see. They smell so sweet, and nothing has ever smelled sweeter in my life. Let's try a little bit of this. These look like baby cinnamon buns, is what they look like, essentially. Let's see what this, this thing looks like. Oh, my God. 
I'll give it a sec to be in the milk. Here we go. All right. It's a very visual heavy episode. So again, if you guys are listening, go on to the YouTube afterwards. Give it a shot and uh, see what this looks like. Here we go. I'm going to give it a shot. All right. Oh my God. Is this rice cakes? Is this cinnamon rice cakes? Nope. No? It tastes like rice cakes. Like, you know those rice patties that have the cinnamon on them? That's exactly what this... Let me see that again. Yeah, I don't care what you say. These are rice cakes. These are, these are cinnamon rice cakes. It's definitely cinnamon. I'm tasting cinnamon. What... what uh, you want to give me any clues? Yeah, it's definitely like a, um, a popular treat. Popular treat. That you can get anywhere from like a grocery store to probably a gas station. Donuts? No. It's like a like these are all like things that exist, like brands of stuff. I don't what what is this? This one is uh little Debbie's oatmeal cream pie cereal. <laughs> oh my god. Can I have the box, please? And give me the Wendy's box too. This is, are you kidding? First off, I love oatmeal cream pies, but this is like, and then first off, I'm telling you, Nicole, can you try one of these? Just try them, try them dry. I didn't realize I just, you just, I just gave you, you just gave me the box, but you got to try some of these along with me, at least dry, just so that you know what, what I'm talking about. here. You got to experience it with me. Here, get in there. Oatmeal cream pies, that's, First off, there's no cream taste to this. Don't they just taste like cinnamon or like, I guess, oatmeal? I guess maybe that's an oatmeal kind of taste I'm talking about. Don't they taste like rice cakes, though? Yeah, or like a snickerdoodle cookie. Yeah. Oh, and they get so soggy in the milk. Not ideal. Little Debbie's oatmeal cream pie cereal. Crispy oatmeal puffs with a cream coating. That's terrible. That's terrible. (laughs) Shame on you, Kellogg's. And what is what is this excuse, say, you bastards? Um, oh, you get a free small Frosty with any purchase of this bullshit cereal over here. All right. All right. Well, that's these. That's terrible. Let's let's move on to the no good ones so far. Over two would not could not even eat a bowl of as much of these. Now, Jesus Christ. All right. So it's chocolate. Uh, it's a lot of chocolate. Get any hints? Um, hmm. I don't want to give it away. I'm, I'm okay. Just... Let me try it. So now we got this chocolate. It's got like it almost looks like a little waffle. It's got a bunch of Swiss cheese holes in it. Um, I assume that's to punch more sugar into it or something. I don't know. Let's give it a shot. Here we go. There was not one ounce of flavor in that entire <laughs> bite. <laughs> that tasted that tasted like as if I was chewing on the spoon. That was the least flavorful thing I've ever put in my... I, there was no discernible difference from when it entered my mouth until I swallowed it. I taste the, the milk. I taste like almond milk, by the way, which tastes like water, so... The tension of just, like, the silence with, like, the quiet crunching is so crazy. This is... 
just chocolate, but is this, um, I'm going to try and give some sort of a guess here, but it's just, it tastes like nothing. Again, it tastes like the chocolate, it's the Cocoa Puffs. It's just like a chocolate, nothing. There's no discernible, like, unique, like, oh, that's blank. So what's chocolate? And th this would also be sold at, like, a gas station or anywhere else? I don't know about this one, but you were kind of on track with what it looks like. Um, I said a waffle. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, what the fuck is a chocolate, like a... Oh, oh God! What's that thing called? The um, the little like strudel. The, the what's that called? Stroopin waffle or something like that. That's, is that what it is? No, that's not it. Damn! All think, right. Think even dumber. Dumber. Um, I. What's dumber than a waffle? I mean, there's nothing dumber than a fucking waffle. Um, I don't know. I I'm out of. Is this a uh? Is this just a chocolate piece of shit? I don't know, Nicole, I'm getting pissed. What is it? It's a chocolate Eggo waffle cereal. Chocolate Eggo waffle. Eggos. Now, now I'm officially pissed because this, yeah, I, I first off never knew that Ego made chocolate waffles. Do they make actual chocolate waffles? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Um, hate it. I hate <laughs> it so much. Ego waffle chocolate cereal. I mean, this is easily the worst one yet. I think. I mean, I don't know. They're all so bad right now. If I had to eat a bowl of it, I would go Wendy's Frosty number one. Maybe the oatmeal cream pie number two, and this one is a far distant third. Uh, the Eggo waffle chocolate thing, that was, damn. I guess I should have guessed it with, with waffles, but I, I never thought Eggo waffles had a chocolate version of that. God, that was terrible. Anyway, this tastes like if you ate the waffle when it's, you know when you buy them frozen? You know what I mean? When you get them frozen in your fucking uh, freezer and you just pop them in the, in the toaster? And the vegan, is it toaster? The toaster. Um, that's what, uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting cereal drunk. That's what, um, that's what that tastes like. Sweet chocolate crunch. What else does it say? How else do you sell us on this experience? Chocolate flavor with other natural flavors. I hate it. I hate it. All right, what's the, oh, and you gotta try this a little bit of this too, Nicole. Yeah, too, and I'll bring you the last one, which, I hope is good because this is personally my favorite product that one of these is based on. Oh, this on, is huge. So. Okay, okay. Let's see what you got. Here, get yourself. And take one of those so you have it too so you can try it. Okay. Okay, so this right away looks like we have a Funfetti situation going on with this. We got, there's sprinkles of a of, of variety of colors. We have pink and orange and blue. And uh, I'm gonna pour a little milk on. I'm gonna try one dry, and then I'm gonna go in with the milk. So let's see here. Tastes like fucking funfetti to me, but let me see. Oh, but it's got a sweetness at the end of it. Oh, Nicole, what do you think of the, of the Eggo, by the way? I feel like it wasn't that bad dry, but it probably is not nearly as good as the frosty chocolate one. Okay, here we go. Going in for whatever this is. 
I'll never be able to guess what this is. Is this like a fucking, this tastes like a Little Debbie's, like a zebra cake or something. Well, not a zebra cake, but whatever the Little Debbie's version of that is with like funfetti. What is that called? Um, I'm not sure. It's not Little Debbie and it's not a cake. The sirens are coming for me. Um, I'm so bad at guessing. I, I, this is what I've learned today, is how bad I am at guessing. But also, I want to say, none of these products have tasted like what the product is. And one of these products doesn't even exist. So I don't even know why that <laughs> tastes like that. Um, all right. I, um, I got nothing. I can't even get... If you're telling me it's not Funfetti, then first off, how do you explain all this fun confetti? Uh, but uh, what what is it? You're, it definitely doesn't taste like it for sure. But this is Dunkaroo's cereal. Dunkaroo's cereal. Dunkaroo. Which, by the way, what is Dunkaroo's but funfetti frosting? So I was a hundred percent. On the money on that thing because the, the the vanilla one is funfetti frosting. That's all that. But um, so the graham. Let me try it again now. Where's the graham cracker? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll be honest with you. I think now knowing this, this might taste the most like Dunkaroos than the others taste like theirs. Do you agree with that? Yeah, because with Dunkaroos, too, it's already like a little cookie cracker thing. It is a cookie, and there is that sweetness at the end of it. Um, I I think we should start a class action lawsuit against <laughs> every Kellogg's, uh, General Mills, Kellogg's, Kellogg's. All right, we're going to start a, a full-blown class action lawsuit. This is more harmful to America and children than vaping. All right, we have to get this off our shelves. Here's the main reason. It's because they don't even taste good. You know, like it, get, if you're going to have sugary cereal, get Captain Crunch, get fucking uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, get like a good thing. These, none of these, I guess the Funfetti, uh, the Dunkaroos tasted the most like it. I would still go, hmm, I would go probably, fuck, I don't know. I'll tell you this. The Eggos are the worst things I've ever had in my life, so that's out. That's number four by miles. Um, the oatmeal cream pies are so sweet and so gross, but there is flavor to them. The the Kellogg's one, I can't imagine having a full bowl of that with the marshmallows in it, too, but the chocolate milk at the end did taste good. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go number one, Frosty. Number two, Dunkaroos. Number three, oatmeal cream pie. Number four, Eggos. And I, that, Nicole, by the way, was like, I'll only bring in four. But there is, you said you have like, there's just so many at your, at your grocery store, right? Yeah, these were the best ones by far. But there's a lot of, also like with the regular cereals, there's a lot of really bizarre, like, uh, I don't even know what the word would be. Like they have uh, Frosted Flakes, but it's like Shack Frosted Flakes. So they have basketballs in them. <laughs> <laughs> Her grocery store is in on Michael Jackson's uh, <laughs> estate. That's what it is. That's why Neverland. Yeah, it's in Neverland. That's why it's so many children's based things. Um, yeah, no, fuck all of this. I mean, this is so bad. And then what is the? Oh, now this is pissing me off. Now this is on the back of Dunkaroos. They have 
That was then. This is now. The snack you love to dunk in the 90s making a mega comeback. So now they're showing like when they used to be popular in 1992, you would have a brick phone in your hand. But now you have a supercomputer in your pocket. Hello. And then they have a bunch of other um, stupid things. And um, I hate it. 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 Uh, I'm pissed at Little Debbie for selling out. I'm mad at Dunkaroos. By the way, Nicole, have you had Dunkaroos since they've come back? Not even close to the same product. Yeah, definitely not. They still definitely like scratch the itch, but it's not the same. The cookie is dry and different and not the same. Um, the the frosting doesn't hit as much. It's all just, um, man, that is a terrible thing to have after tequila. I'll tell you that. That was That was not for me, any of those. Are there any of these? Because, Nicole, you, you, are you going to keep any of these for yourself to, like, eat? Well, I was going to ask if you wanted to, if any of them make the cut for the Feeny Pantry. Oh, no. No, these will be out of my house before this program ends. And if they're not, I'll riot. <laughs> well, I guess I'm keeping them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you keep them. You have fun. You can just sit Indian style on the ground in your living room, two inches from the TV, eating bowls of them. I don't know. But this is... That was pan. That was crazy. That was so disappointing. Every single one of them was so disappointing that I feel like a kid whose child, whose parent is now getting together with J Lo. You know what I mean? Like where I feel like I'm like I, I don't want this for you. You know? Do you think? Do you think that they're mad about Bastion? Is that why these cereals are bad? Is because you think she's gonna fall back in love with Bastion? I'm trying to make the J Lo connection. You get it? Um, but. Gross, 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 so gross. Um, all right, well, I think uh, we, have t- we have time for a question, right, Nicole? Sure. Okay, so let's do that, and then we'll, um, we'll get out of here. I feel like I wish I had anything. I, I wish I had more drink. Oh, I have a little, I have a little melted ice drink. I'm going to use the iced water tequila cocktail margarita mixture to get the taste of all of that out of my mouth. You don't want the rest of your milk that's been sitting there? No, my warm almond milk. No, thank you. And God, and by the way, I know there's going to be at least one of you sick fucks in the chat or that's going to comment like, I buy the Dunkaroos one all the time. It's fantastic if you think about it, you know, and um, and I want the best for you so badly, but I know it won't come if that's what your thoughts are. So um, here's one. This is a fan question submitted in from... Uh, uh, Nicromaniac on Instagram. TVs and movies that don't make an effort to quiet the actor's chewing sounds. Well, boy, oh boy, are you going to hate this episode as I am slow chewing quietly for 33 minutes into the podcast. (laughs) Um, But here's what I... I don't mind the chew... I understand that's like a real... What is that called, Nicole? Can you look that up when it's like a disease? Not a disease, but it's like... It's an actual name for it when you can't stand to hear people eating it like drives you like it makes you like it's like nails on a chalkboard misophonia that um i understand a lot of people have that i think erica has that for sure but what i hate more is actors who are bad at fake eating that to me is so much more annoying and also pulls me out of the movie so much and i'll give you the best example of it even though i love him and he's one of the all-time great TV characters. But Steve Carell is the worst chewing actor you've ever seen in your life. He does it in the office all the time. You gotta watch it. 
in the dinner episode, in all the other episodes. Anytime he's eating, this is what he does. He'll like take the smallest bite. And instead of talking like a normal person with food in their mouth, he makes his jaw forward. So he'll go like this. So he'll go, say, uh, Nicole, hey, Nicole, ask me how my day was. How was your day today? No, because you see how my day was, was it wasn't great. Okay, Jen, because and like that's the way he talks and you're like, what are you doing? What is in your mouth that nothing, nothing that is in your mouth would make you feel your first? No, because you're not going to have a kind of a thing. That nobody talks like that. Even with food in their mouth, it drives me fucking crazy. I don't know if, you, if anybody's ever noticed that. Simpatico. But um, yeah, that is what drives me crazy even more. And um, last question. This is from Anthony Ferry, 86 on Instagram. People who tailgate you, so you move over to let them pass, but then they slow down. Yeah, I hate that so much. Um, here's what you do in that situation. That's when you go behind them and then you tailgate them, right? That's the way you get back. And you tailgate them till you follow them home. And then once they park in the driveway, you ram them. You know, you just ram them. If you can drive and hit, you have to time it out perfectly, but if you can hit the back of their bumper hard enough when they're out of their car, that the fender of their car pins them against their garage of their house and then you get out of the car and you get to have that slow psycho killer conversation with somebody who's trapped and about to die and you get to have that why were you tailgating me i bet you wish you hadn't done that you know and you do that kind of thing that's where i feel like you would do anybody who tailgates me and then doesn't go 180 past me here's my other fun thing i love to do when someone's tailgating me and i eventually move over i i have to comment on that guy to whoever else is in the car. You got it. You got to be like, look at this speedster driving down the road here. You know, what are we on the autobahn? Like everybody, so you got to say something. You can't just let that go. And I've said this before, I probably on this podcast, but it feels like somebody passing you on the highway feels emasculating. I don't understand why. I think it's just a, Nicole, tell me if you feel this way. I feel like if when someone passes me, especially if I'm in the lane and I get out of their way, I feel submissive. I feel like I'm a gimp. You know what I mean? Like, just put me in a leather suit with a little, zzz, a little zipper for a mouth, and that's it. I guess I'm just a little bitch boy now because you passed me, and I'm just a little boy, and that's all it is. Do you feel that way? Like a gimp, yeah. Yeah, I you feel sure. like a gimp? <laughs> yeah. If you get passed on the road, you're a gimp. That's what it is, okay? So... That's the episode, everybody. This has been a wild, wacky world of an episode. We have cereal tastings. We have trailer reviews that took far too long. We have current events. We have fan questions. We got it all, baby. That's why you come here. You hang out. You show, tell some friends about the podcast. And, uh, and you have yourself a cocktail, by the way. Forgot we drank a whole cocktail during this as well. So thank you very much for watching the show. You're all the best. And uh, until next week, cheers. Cheers.